single-handed. If they made a movie about my life, it'd be a classic. Last drove a wagon, and we used to share a mattress. Looking at me now, you can see the contrast when I'm chilling with a model from Toronto in the Hamptons. So what do you need? Cause you gotta have it. Long as you're willing to believe for what you asking. And when you see it, you seize it with a pass. Cause we don't believe in second chances. The way you fill up in G's make me imagine. But I don't live in a dream, I'll make it happen. Hey everybody, welcome to the BA Podcast. It's your co-host James with Jake. Hello, James. What's going on? So uh, this episode is dedicated to Nipsey Hussle. Uh, rest in peace, my guy. Uh, TMC, you know how it is. Uh, but let's move on to the podcast now and start off with the Sharks. Why don't you talk about the Sharks, Jake? Yeah, so the season's coming to a close, really. Uh, there's one game left tomorrow against the Colorado Avalanche. Um, in this past week, though, the Sharks lost to the Vancouver Canucks 2-4. to Um so they yes. lost that game. Then they played the Oilers last night in Edmonton, and they won 3-2. to two. Burns scored yes. his 15th goal of the year. Marcus Sorensen scored his sixth, no, 17th goal of the year. And Gustav Nyquist scored his 21st. Uh, Burns has 81 points in the season. They play 81 games. You do the math. That's a point a game. Pretty good. Uh, the Sharks' nice. record on the season is 45-27-9 with 99 points. They're still second in the Pacific. Well, the... They're second in Pacific because the Calgary Flames won that. And they're still second in the Western Conference, um, even after this long slide that they have, which is which goes to show how good they were for the past, for like yes. the yes. first, uh, the first like 70 games. Kind of struggle a little bit at the end, but, you know. Uh, these last these last few, game, few games don't really matter. Like If they lose tomorrow, I'm not going to be worried or anything like that. They're trying to get healthy for the playoffs. They're basically already locked into the two seed. Uh, so that means they will play the Vegas Golden Knights in game one of the first round. Either we believe next Wednesday or Thursday, um, the Golden Knights on the other the Golden Knights as well as the Sharks have been struggling too. Golden Knights have lost six of their last seven games, uh, so both teams are coming into the playoffs in a little bit of a you know tough spot. Um, however, though the Sharks have been a little bit better over these past few games, which may be a good, which will which good will sign. be a good Should sign be a for good them. Sign. Um, so yeah, they have a chance to go to over a hundred points for the second straight year. Uh, Second straight season to go over 100 points uh, tomorrow against the Avalanche, as I said. Um, I believe it's in San Jose. I think it's like 7:30 or something. I'm not 100% sure, but that's when the game. That's when the that's when the last regular season game is, and the playoffs are right around the corner. And starting next next week of Tuesday, I believe, we'll get into first round matchups. Maybe give a little maybe give a little bit of uh, predictions who we think will yes. win the first round. Uh, yes. We may, we probably will give our Stanley Cup predictions. Um, then, like throughout the rounds, let's say our team loses in the like the team we pick loses to win the Stanley Cup, and they lose in like the first round or something. We can pick the next games as well and just see go round by round basically. Uh, but hopefully, the Sharks have a deep playoff run and go to the Cup final for the second time in franchise history. And hopefully, they can actually win it this time, which will be, you know, pretty nice to do. I believe. Nice. Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. Yes. But yeah, let's move on to the Warriors now. Um, the Warriors played uh, a pretty important game earlier this week where they beat the Nuggets 116-102. Uh, to 102. Uh, Boogie scored uh, 28 points, had 13 rebounds and 5 assists. Uh, season high in points for him. And then yesterday, the Warriors played the Lakers. Yes. And Jake, why don't you uh, take it from here? Yeah, so... We did this once before with the Cleveland Cavaliers versus, I believe it was the New York Knicks game. 
Uh, which I think a, it was the Phoenix game. Phoenix game, yes, which was a comedy of errors. So speaking of a comedy of errors, which was yesterday's game for the Lakers, here's uh, a little bit of a twist on today's recap of the game. Warriors played the Lakers last night, and the game was basically over in eight minutes. The Warriors, at one point during this first quarter, had a 31-8 lead over the LeBron, Kuzma, and ballless pause, Lakers. The Warriors toyed around with the Lakers like a big brother against his little brother uh, during that game. Uh, Cousins led the way with 21-10, with Durant pouring in 15 points. Curry with an off game, only scoring 7 points. Clay Thompson with 11, and Draymond with a nice little offensive explosion, scoring 12. Off the bench, Quinn Cook at 18, and the Golden State Warriors, off the bench, Quinn Cook had 18 points, which I believe is a season high. He's been really good the past couple weeks. He's been making a lot of shots. Should have a big role in the playoffs over Sean Livingston, I believe, since Livingston's dealing with some injuries. Um, but, uh, the, so the Warriors won that game 108-90. to Now, you're probably thinking, 18-point game, this music's not necessary. Well... At one point, it was like a 40-point game, so this music is necessary. Um, the Warriors now have a two-game lead over the Denver Nuggets for first place in Western Conference, and their magic number to clinch the first seed and home court advantage throughout the Western Conference playoffs is at two. And that's your Warriors and Lakers recap of last night's game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, terrible game for the Lakers. Yes. They're absolute trash. Yes, that was pretty bad. That was like a, it was like a... Uh, I wouldn't say an all-star game because the Lakers weren't good. I'd say like a yes. preseason game. I mean, I have to say the the one bright spot of that game for the Lakers was Alex Caruso's yes. uh, oh, yeah, 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 put-back yeah. dunk. That yes. was, that was that the was, best point. That was dope. Yeah. That was sick. Yeah. Other than that, they were god-awful. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, they look like a G League team out there. That's for sure. Yeah, they did actually, yeah. But yes. yeah, so... Um, so I'll do this, you can do the next thing But uh, if the playoffs ended today The Golden State Warriors would face the San Antonio Spurs For the second consecutive year in the first round uh, Spurs would be the 8th seed Warriors would be the 1 seed And um, Yeah, so that's how we're playing the first round Playoffs do start next week too So we'll give you our predictions as well uh, We may be doing that a little bit We may be doing a little bit of that today um, We'll see Yeah, a little um, bit, yeah, a little, a little bit yeah, yeah. We'll see so, yeah, so the Warriors would play the Spurs the season ends today. season doesn't end today, so they may not play them. They may play them as well, so we don't know yet. But now James will um, – so, James, you can go ahead now. Yes, thanks. Hey, yeah, so totally um, – so for those don't know, there's a storyline that came out this week that Steph was partially blind. Hmm. I don't really know the whole story. I just know that he was – I think he was seeing double when he was playing during the games. This is This is like – after all-star break where he was shooting miserably hmm. he went to go see an eye doctor put some contacts in and that's when it started he started to figure it out again started seeing straight and started to shoot better again so shout out hmm. to eye doctors yes yeah, so that's a nice profession i give yeah, credit nice to doctors I, yeah I, I give big respect to the um eye doctor, eye doctor. community but yeah, so yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, Another I story believe, that came out this yeah. week was that Sean Livingston might retire mm. at the end of the season. Yeah, I heard that. Do you do, do you see him doing that at the end of the season, Jake? I do. I actually do see him retiring. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I, I actually see both him and Andre Godala retiring at the end of the season. Ooh, I would not go that far with Godala. I do I'm, believe... I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I, I respect the hot take. Um, I do believe, though, that... I think he probably has one more year remaining, but I would not be surprised if he... I wouldn't be shocked if he said, you know what, I'm done. Hopefully he doesn't, because that would be a big blow to the Warriors, and we kind of need him. Or, I mean, the Warriors kind of need him. I'm the, we're not part of the team, so I can't say we. Uh, but we shall see what goes on uh, after the season. But hopefully the Warriors win their third, their third straight title. Then we can go with, you know. Well, we have. Yeah, we can yeah, go with definitely. yeah the news there. Um, however, if they do lose Iguodala, what the hell would they do? Yeah, I don't know. He's definitely one of our best. Maybe Ariza? Uh, off the bench, guys. I mean, Ariza had a chance to come last summer. He chose what the Suns? Yeah, because he cho- no, know, he I didn't choose the Suns. He chose uh, he chose a uh, twenty million. Yeah, right, 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 right. He chose twenty million. My yes. bad, my bad. You're, you're not lying. That's for sure. And he got released but, um, like a month into the season, and he's still getting paid twenty million. So that was a good bet by him. I I kind of respect that grind there. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. Obviously. Uh, front office that's their job to, uh you know to find guys right figure out uh people who will uh who will fit maybe rudy gay and um i mean maybe i mean yeah. i wouldn't i mean i wouldn't doubt anybody who would come to the to, to the warriors it doesn't doesn't matter how about um, this for a hot take i think the marcus cousins is going to stay if the warriors next year you think are we gonna be able to pay him the max? Yeah, I mean, no, he's not like, the max. He? He's it'll be. He's qualified, is he not? Um. Well, here's the thing: they don't have his bird. They don't have their. They don't have his bird rights yet, which means they can't go over the salary cap. Which means they can't go over the salary cap to sign him to a max extension. So what would they? Yeah. What would they have to do? Would be to sign him to another one year deal. However, this time it'll be. I believe it's 120 percent of what he made this year. So yes, five point yeah, two. Exactly, yeah. So I think that's like what? Like, I don't know what the thing is like what the number would be but i think it's like seven million which would oh, which they would so be able to go over uh, 125 percent. so point one two five, right this is, is a segment right? this is a segment that we like to call math so here we go oh what is it five million it he's making let me his, see his, actually. his salary this year was five million right um what's the uh demarcus cousin salary salary 2019. Let's see here. It was 5.3. Okay, f- basically 5.3 million dollars. Okay, so how do you put 125 into uh, into a decimal? 0.125. No, 1.25 uh, times 5. It's 1.25, right? 1. Yeah, 1.25. That's 6.625 million. Yes, that's what I got. Yes. Yeah, so that would be so it'll be six point, basically six point six million dollar deal. I believe after that though they can after like if they sign him to one more year they would have his bird rights I believe which would allow him to then sign him to a long term extension. Um, but they can't do it this, this yeah. off season. Um, yeah, right, right, right. But I think he's like you know what, I had fun here. I won a title. Why would I go anywhere else? I can stay here for another year or so. Then I can get the big money contract here. I'd rather just do that. So that's why that's what I think he may stay, but right. we shall see. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Obviously, uh, Clay being a free agent, him saying that he wants to stay, and then obviously 
KD's uh, situation. But obviously, we're so far away from that, so yeah. not a lot to talk about right now. But yeah, um, let's move on to our NBA playoff preview. Why don't we talk about that? Yeah, but we first before we do that though, uh, yes. we have a little sponsor we have to get to. Um, right. So right, 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 right. First, I need to find the email that told us what the sponsor was supposed to say. What we're supposed to say for the sponsor. So let me do that. But we'll be back in a couple seconds. So we're back. Found the ad. Um, yeah. So today. So actually, this weekend, Final Four is coming up. Oh, wait a minute. The Final Four is coming up this weekend. Do you know what that means, right? People are gonna stay home. You know, maybe order some pizza, get some wings. You know, stuff like that. Um, you know, you people usually use ranch, which you could use ranch. Um, ranch is pretty good, don't you think? Don't you think ranch is pretty good, James? Ranch is the best, yes. Yeah, ranch is really good. However, there could be a different alternative sauce that people may want to use. Frank's Red Hot Sauce. This is what, this is what all this is what all the major ball players are doing. You know, they get a, they could buy a little pizza, have a bite, put some of that Red Hot Sauce on there, take another bite, have a wing, put it on there. Take a bite of that. Yummy. Maybe have some chips, like some ruffles, like sour cream and onion. Right. Maybe you want to get a little, you want to get a little, you know, you want to get a little wild. Um, You want to get like Britney Spears 2008. Then you put some, put some sauce on that chip right there and boom, your mouth is open to a new type of flavor. So Frank's Red Hot Sauce, um, they come with buffalo um, and a bunch, buffalo sauce, a bunch of other sauces as well. Um, you can go online to the website at Frank's Red Hot. I believe that's the website. Um, yeah, you can go there, look at what they have, see if your local store carries the sauce, and you can be a Major League Ball player this weekend while watching the Final Four. And that's the ad for Frank's Hot. Awesome. Yes. Love it. Love it. Yes, indeedy. So like I was saying before we got into our ad, I was telling Jake we should talk about uh, a little playoff preview. I mean, we got two more games left. A couple more, like four. three more games left. I think in the NBA. four. Four. All right. Well, as of right now, it's being it's it's somewhat solidified, or it's going to be solidified. In the West, it's like pretty much done with. The East, there's like a couple yeah. teams. Like the I believe yeah. the. I mean. Yeah, we'll get in, into that in the West. It's like maybe two Seedings. teams, seven and eight. Yeah, pretty much. There could but be a in change the, with the, but in the East. Yeah, there, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There could, yeah, like yeah, there could, however, be a change seeds. in the three seed for the West. However, though, yeah. I think it's like a two game, a two game, uh, back it's situation there. So it may be it's tough to game. do one game. So that that could yeah, change as well. I'm looking but at it right now. It's one game. It's gonna be fun. This would be this should be one of the best postseasons we've had in a long time. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm definitely excited. He's, the matchups look good. Teams that we thought wouldn't be here are playing pretty well. But um, let's talk about the East first. Okay. So Milwaukee is going to be, as of right now, as of right now, we'll be playing the Orlando Magic in the first round. Hmm. Sweep. Actually, you know what? I think the Magic may win a game, but yeah, I agree with you. Really? With, uh, what's his name, Bubacek? I think it's it's Bubacek or Vucevic, I mean, or Vucevic or something like that. Vucevic or something like that. I mean, he can really shoot know, that man. bitch. <laughs> right, right. I don't know, man. The Bucks are just too good. I mean, they obviously have the best record in the league overall. They're fifty-nine and twenty. Yeah. They just dismantled the Sixers yesterday. 
You expect them to win. That's you expect them to win. Yeah, you expect a, I, I expect a sweep out of the Bucks. That's for sure. Yes, I do. However, think like since the Magic have been in the playoffs for a while. Usually, when that happens, where teams have been in the playoffs a while, like the first home game is when they really come out and play hard in the first half. Usually, get a big right. lead and kind of fade away at a little bit at the end. But you never know; they could, you know, win the game. But yeah, we shall see. But yeah, you're not lying. Yeah, um, yeah now, now for uh, the second seed versus seventh seventh seed, it's uh, the Raptors, and then the next, the Brooklyn Nets are in the seventh seed. Wow. Oh, they are in the seventh seed. Oh yeah, the, the oh, Pistons are the sixth yeah. seed. This could all this could all change, Jeb. I believe like there's three teams, like six, yeah, seven, eight, all, nine, or like yeah, a half so, game each. Yeah. Yes, or something, yes, something yes. like that. They're all like, it's all gonna change. But I mean, just obviously a little preview right now. But um, yeah. So it's the Raptors as of right now, number seven seed, Brooklyn Nets with their fearless leader, D'Angelo Russell. Yes. Um. Obviously, the Raptors are definitely a really good team. They're only three games behind the Bucks. But um, I think definitely I think it'd be like a four-one type series. It could be a sweep. I could see a sweep for the Raptors uh, Nets. Yeah, Raptors over Nets. Yeah, I yeah definitely. Yeah, I'd pick the Raptors in five. Yeah, yeah. The gentleman sweep. Yeah, I could see D'Angelo Russell just having a really like a forty-point game. Yeah, it's like leading, going off. Yeah, just going off, leading them to at least one win against the Raptors. That's for sure. Yeah. Next is uh, the three and the six seed, which is the Sixers versus the Pistons. Um, wow. Hmm. Crazy how you can be at 500 and be a six seed in the East. Crazy. As I said last episode, I don't believe teams – well, they're not under 500, but I don't believe the teams are who are under 500 should be in the playoffs. <laughs> Crazy. They're at literally 500. 39 39. <laughs> yes. Crazy, freaking crazy! But yeah, um, it's insane. Yeah, I'm definitely obviously taking the Sixers. Uh, they're just too good. Of, they're, they're they're a good team. I mean, Joel Embiid had a nice game last night. I think he went like think it's, 40, 13, and thirteen, or something like that. Yeah, um, I leave around there. <clears throat> yeah, obviously Ben Simmons can't shoot a three, but I mean he's nope. still a good guy passing the ball. Uh, yeah, he's a nice good man. good good in transition. He's a nice man. Obviously, they have yeah, he's a nice guy. Obviously, they have JJ Redick. He can shoot the basketball. Um, my friends Swood and Justin Simmer were talking about Mike Scott had a nice game last night. Also, Mike Shot Michael two. Scott, Mike Scott, Mike, not Michael. Don't be, don't get him mistaken for Michael Scott from the office. Yes, but Mike, Mike mm. Scott. Yes, um, he had a pretty good game that I was watching last night before the uh, Warriors game. He had uh, good night shooting. But yeah, again, I'll be taking the Sixers in that matchup. Yeah, I agree. I believe the Sixers would win that. I think that yes. I think that could go six. Oh um, uh, yeah, I could definitely go see it going six. I don't pick. I don't. I hate when people say, "Yeah, I think it's." I'm picking the team in seven. Well, you don't really know. Go on a limb and say <laughs> in six. <laughs> but yeah, I pick them in yeah, seven. Now- <laughs> Great, dude. I pick them in seven as well. See, fucking idiot. Pick them in six. Be a man. But, um, yeah, the, the, the last matchup, or the one that we're going to talk about last, is uh, the 4-5 and five seed, which is the Celtics at 4. Um, they took, I think they took a, de- a step back this season. Definitely. But then the Pacers, wow, at 5. And they're actually not a bad team. They're kind of scary. Yeah, I do, um, however, think that 
Since they don't have like a superstar, like if they had Oladipo, I would pick them to win this yes. series. Actually, yes, I, I okay, I want, I, I don't agree with them winning. I could see it go in seven games. Oh, <laughs> wow! Like even win. even though you said like hey, you guys getting seven games, blah blah blah, they're 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 good. They're an all around good team. Even with uh Victor Oladipo, they are a good team. They're like a really well rounded team. Yeah, and obviously the Celtics have. I mean, they have holes, but I mean, yeah, they 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 figured it out. Yeah, if there if there's a series that could go seven games, is this one? But you know, um, yeah, it's 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 gonna see. be a battle. I, let's just say that it might not go seven, but it's gonna be a battle of a series. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying for sure. Agreed. Yes, and then obviously, like we were saying, um, there it it might change. There's literally. How many teams? One, two, three. There's five teams who almost have. It's like from six through ten. Pistons thirty nine wins. Nets thirty nine wins. Magic thirty nine wins. Heat with thirty eight. Thirty nine seed. And uh, the Hornets don't have a chance anymore unless they yeah, win straight. I think they are eliminated. But I think like they. I think even if they like get the same record as the Heat or like, one of those six through eight teams. Um, yeah. The tiebreakers don't go in their favor, so they're kind of you yeah. know, screwed. So, um, yeah, that's kind of. So, yeah, six through kind of nine, happened. nice. Uh, all within yeah, a couple six games. Six through nine. Yeah, all within a game yeah. or so. Yeah, so, um, yeah, definitely very important for every single one of them to get it. To at least take a spot in the playoffs or yes. beat a team out and make it in. That's for sure. Yeah, I believe for teams like the Magic, who are like a young team or trying to build. Getting the getting into the playoffs is a big thing for them. For a team like a Heat or kind of old, older have bad contracts, really need to you know start a rebuild. Them getting to the playoffs isn't the greatest thing for them, uh, but we shall see what happens. Uh, it would be cool to see it. It would be cool to see teams we haven't seen in a while in the playoffs, like the Nets, which I think I believe they, the Nets and the, uh, and the Magic. That would be pretty cool to see them in the playoffs, especially the Nets because yeah, the Nets have been really but, bad. Yeah. Definitely like years. The yeah, definitely the, definitely the Nets. Yeah, they've been bad for years because they have no first-round picks yeah. since that Paul Pierce, exactly. Kevin Garnett trade. Yeah. Um, yes. Where Denny Ainge yeah. swindled them. Yes, exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, yeah. He, yeah. yeah. He swindled them. Swindled them. Jesus. Swindled them. But yeah, let's move on to the West yes. now. Obviously, we already talked about uh, the Warriors and the Spurs um, matchup. But let's move on to the two and the seventh seeds in the West, which it's going to be the Denver Nuggets and the Oklahoma City Thunders. Thunders, LOL. Thunder, excuse me. <laughs> Who do you have possibly winning this matchup in the playoffs, Jake? You know what? Hmm. I smell, I smell upset. I, I'm, yeah, I'm... You know what? Thunder and six. Yeah, I... Yeah, I, I just don't I totally trust a team that has never been in the playoffs before. Like in a long time, ended the two seed, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I just don't. I just don't trust. Yeah, them. It's, uh, it's 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 iffy. Yeah, definitely. Like the, obviously, the Oklahoma City Thunder are forty five and thirty three. They're the seventh seed. Um, obviously, Russell Westbrook, great player. Paul George, great player. Stephen Adams, a great defensive presence. Yeah. Um, but that's the, the one nuggets, upset I can see. Yeah, with the Nuggets, uh, I mean, uh, Paul Millsap, the Joker. Um. Nikola Jokic, for those who don't know. Yeah, Nikola, excuse me. Yeah, the Joker. But, I mean, yeah, man. I mean, uh, I just feel like the Thunder just 
the record speaks for them. The record doesn't speak for themselves. They're just a, definitely just a better team. I I feel like. Yeah, they have more like playoff tested players on their team. Um, yeah. But it should be a fun series. But I think I'm going yeah. with. The, yeah, I think it's definitely gonna be a fun series. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with the Thunder and the upset. That's what I'm gonna go with. Yes. You don't see many upsets in the NBA playoffs often. Yeah, but when we do, it's nice. Yes, it is very nice. Yes. Um. Then moving on. Uh. With the three and the six seed. Uh. With the Houston Rockets versus the LA Clippers. Clippers making it back this year to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, good for them. Um. Definitely not a team I would think that would go. That would win about forty-seven games. Wow. Yeah. Especially with that. Um, good for them. They they have a pretty good future. And you know, I still don't think they're going to win this. I don't think they're going to win this series. I think the Rockets are playing much better than them. Or they are a yeah, much better team. Definitely. They've been playing really well these past couple months. So I'll pick the I'll pick the Rockets in probably five. So I'll go with that. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I wouldn't mind even the Rockets sweeping them. But, uh, yeah. Sweep, sweep, or, uh, sweep or in five games, definitely. Yes. So then, lastly, the, the four and five seeds in the West are the Blazers. Uh, excuse me, the Portland Trail Blazers. For those who don't know, and the Utah Jazz. Hmm. What are your thoughts? I'm gonna pick the. Oh wow! If the if the Trailers had Nurkic, I would pick them to win. I just don't trust yes. Damian. I just don't trust Damian Lillard, Lillard and CJ McCollum in the playoffs. I don't um, either. However, though. I would still pick them to win this series. Um, I'm not confident in my prediction of them winning this series, if it happens, which all this could be for not. We could have just wasted your time for 13 minutes doing picks for playoff games that may not happen. But if it does happen, <laughs> if it does happen, um, I think I do think the Blazers would win this series. Um, however, though, I'm not... On a scale of like 1 to 10, I'm like at a 3 on this prediction. I am taking the Blazers. Hmm. Um, I I find I think uh, Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum finally figure it out in the playoffs, and they beat the Jazz in six games. Hmm. Good. I like the prediction. Yes. And now, uh, obviously, the Warriors with the one seed, the Nuggets with the two seed, Rockets with the three, Trailblazers with the four, Jazz with the five, Clippers with the six. Oklahoma City with the seven and the Spurs with the eight. Um, there's still like Jake was saying earlier, um, the three seed. There still might be a switch. Yeah. Um, even the two seed, even the two seed, they're all within the Nuggets and the Rockets one game. The Rockets and the Trailblazers one game. Man, I mean, the Jazz and the Clippers are within one game from each other, and then yeah. OKC and the Spurs are forty. Uh, the OKC is forty. 45 and 33, and the Spurs are 45 and 34. Hmm. But I think OKC yeah. has the tiebreaker making them the seventh seed. Yeah. But all Jake was saying, we have four games left. Yeah. There's we should, we a lot see. of stuff to happen. Yeah. It's a little, little premature playoff preview for those who just want to hear it. And that's that's what it is right there. Yes. Um, so, yeah. so let's move on. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's move on. Obviously, there was a, a key matchup game yesterday in the East. It was the 76ers versus the Bucks. And Jake, why don't you tell them what happened during that game? Yeah, so there was a um, there was I'm trying to think of the word. It wasn't like really a brawl, to be honest. It's a little spat, a little like a little. Uh, I believe I believe it was a kerfuffle. 
kerfuffle. Wow, what a word. I believe it was a little kerfuffle that happened. So for those that don't know, um, I believe in the first quarter, uh, there was a shot from the Bucks underneath the basket. Eric Bledsoe was, you know, trying to like trying to fight for, for fight for position with Joel Embiid. Um, so Joel Embiid kind of gave him like an elbow to start, uh, just to you know get position because he's a big man. That's what he has to do. So he tried. He did yes. that. Then Bledsoe kind of pushed him in the back. Joel Embiid then proceeded to like lightly throw the ball at Eric Bledsoe, which is which is his fault really. Then Eric Bledsoe decided to throw a 99-mile-per-hour fastball right to his chest, and you heard the sound of it hitting his chest. And we do have funny – we do have sound, though, from the 76ers, their radio guy on 97.5, the Fanatic in Philadelphia, and he went kind of crazy on the call. Uh, and here's what that sounded like um, on the radio when it happened. And that's how he reacted to the call. Uh, I don't. I don't. Ag- <laughs> I don't agree with him saying that's like the most violent thing I've seen in a long time. It really wasn't that violent. He just threw a ball at his chest. Um, but I do like the beginning. He's like, "There's that Bledsoe. Like, there's that guy." Yeah. So that was really funny there. Uh, so that was a call from ninety-seven point five, the fanatic. Um, and also during that call, uh, since there's like people trying to stop the fight. There's a guy who came on the court who really fami- like really scarily looked like Stephen A. Smith. Um, we haven't heard Stephen A. Smith talk about that incident um, until today, really. And this is what he said, though, during... This is what he said, basically denying the accusations that he was the one who came on the court. Here's how that sounded off his Twitter account. Was it me? Okay, it wasn't me. I did not storm the court at the Wells Fargo Center. Yes, you might have seen a photo of Allen Iverson and I giving, giving me a hug, but me, I'm going to get in between that pit bull that is Eric Bledsoe and that monster that's seven-footer that is Joel Embiid. Do I look that stupid? Hell no. It wasn't me. Wake up, people. Get your eyes checked. So that was Stephen A. feverishly denying the accusations that he was the one on the court. Um, however, people don't believe him. They think he was the one who actually did on the court. Because if you look at the video, it looks like him. His hairline's the yes. same. Yes, yes, yes. I think he's denying it, dude. I think he went on to the court. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, I, I think he's trying to uh, shy away from... I don't know. Is he even allowed to be on the court when that kind of stuff happens? Uh, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. I think he's trying to like not get fined or whatever, you know? And he, was, he said that this morning on his radio show that he got calls from ESPN execs saying, what the hell are you doing? It's like, it wasn't me. Speaking of it wasn't me, we have a song that was that I made, that I thought I made. Then I go on Twitter and I see it done by 35 people. And all better than mine, but this was my cut of the song, and here's what it was. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. 
That was the song. Ah, yeah. Like, I definitely, like, saw that last night. Or, like, during... Yeah, I saw that last night. And then Jake today just decided to say that he made it. I did. Then I just go on Twitter. Then I see I just 50 don't, I million don't people you. doing it. I just don't believe you. It took me an hour. I had to cut it up. Oh, fucking hell. I'm pissed. You're just way, you're just way too slow, dude. <laughs> well, I didn't know I didn't know about Stephen A. was on the court until, like, this morning. I was like, wait a minute. That's Stephen A. Smith. And I heard him say, no, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. And so, so you made it today? Yeah. Oh, so you didn't even make it last night. So you were very, yeah. very slow. You were... Yeah. You were really, really late to the party then. Jesus. But yeah, that's our NBA talk. Now we're going to move on to some Final Four talk. And James, take it ahead. Take it away. Take yes. It love it. Yeah, I love me some college basketball. Hmm. So obviously the games are uh, this Saturday. Uh, with the first game being number one, number one seeded Virginia versus number five Auburn. And then the second game after that is number two Michigan State versus number three Texas Tech. Hmm. Did you have any of these teams in your Final Four? Uh, let me actually. I have to go see what the. I checked for you, and you did not have any of them. No, I did not. Nope. Yeah, I also had none of these teams in my final four. This was pretty uh, disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What looked to be a promising first couple games, I was like, "Wow, my bracket looks really good." Yeah. And my is just completely dog poo. Yeah, it ended quick. Yeah, definitely Um. ended quick. I had UNC winning it all. They lost in the Sweet 16. I'm pretty sure. Yes, I'm not. I'm not looking at the brackets right now because I don't want to look at my how bad it is. But it's either they lost yeah. in the Sweet 16 or they lost in the Elite Eight. But yeah, they are not in the Final Four. Um, but one thing I do know is that Jake owes me five dollars. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. We had a bet that. Well, Jake even proposed this bet. He said, "Damn it, hey. Duke." He said, you want to bet who has a higher percentage at the end of our brackets? And I was like, yeah, I mean, sure, dude, totally. I mean, I'm, I'm usually really good at bracket picking, but this year I just did not <laughs> give a sh- I did not watch anything. So all you so really, need, a, all you really need to do is the, pick the... The, the, only te- the only teams that I've watched this whole entire season was Duke, yeah, UNC, yeah. and St. Mary's basketball, and that is that is it. Yeah, I just watched Duke in North that Carolina, that, that's it. Yeah. Those three teams, and that is absolutely it. When I was picking, I obviously, towards the end of the season, championship weekend, obviously there are league tournaments. I'll watch some of those games. But other than that, I am not watching during the year. And, man, obviously it showed this year that if I, if you don't watch college basketball and you don't know what the hell you're talking about, your bracket's going to look shitty. Yeah. But, Agreed. obviously, my percentage was 20.3. While Jake's was thirteen point eight. Yeah, it didn't help that Duke lost. Um, <laughs> and but it's fine. Gonzaga Jake's bracket wasn't the lowest and, to be a podcast. Oh, movie. really? That's good. It was not. Let me check who actually had the lowest. Is is that Michael's girlfriend who has the top spot? Uh, I believe so. It's K- Caroline something. Yeah, that's yeah, that's her. All right. Well, congratulations. Yep. Let me go. Yeah, she pretty. Oh well, your Michael can win it still. Hmm. He's the fourth seed. Oh, he's he Virginia. Virginia winning it. Yeah. Oh, Jake. Yeah, dude. You do have the. You do have the worst. Lol. Yeah, mine's pretty bad. I. I. I Not great, Bob. And, yeah. <laughs> I ended at seven. But yes. Uh. Um. 
like we were saying, neither of us had any of these teams in the Final Four. But what are your predictions for these games? Let's, let's hear it. All right, I'm going to pick from the first matchup. I'm going to pick uh, – I'm going to go Virginia over Auburn, then Texas Tech over Texas Tech over Michigan State. Wow. Okay, I like it. I like it. I like it. Man, it, my, my heart really wants to pick Auburn, but my mind is telling me to pick Virginia. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I'm definitely going to pick Virginia, even though I have Auburn on upset alert. Hmm. But then I am going to take Michigan State over Texas Tech. And then for the championship game, Virginia versus Michigan State with uh, Virginia winning it all. Yes. Yeah. Disappointing. Yeah. Disappointing. Disappointing. I really would have loved to see Duke versus UNC. That would have been great. I think that would have, I think that would have, been, that would have broken records. Yeah, they never like, actually uh, met in the NCAA tournament. You know, definitely broken records viewing wise across America. My eyes would would be peeled to the TV screen if that had happened. Yep. But yeah, um, that's it for me for NCAA basketball. You have anything else to talk about? Nope. Well, then um, we have another ad coming up. Let me get it for you guys and keep on listening. You guys going out this weekend? Well, if you do. Go out with Tito's handmade vodka. Mm. Drink responsibly. Yes, drink responsibly. That's the ad. Yes, Quick so ad read there. That's the ad. Yeah, great yeah. ad read there, right? Yeah, Very definitely. Quick. Love Tito's vodka. It's the go. Mm-hmm. Just let everyone know. Yes. But yeah, let's move Ooh. on to some 49ers talk. Yeah, so the draft is a little over three weeks away. Wow. How excited are you? I'm excited. I'm freaking excited, dude. Very excited. All right? I'm freaking excited. Alright. Freaking. Freaking. Yeah, so the the 49ers own six picks as of right now. Hmm. Um the picks, I'll tell you guys the numbers, are pick two, pick thirty six, pick sixty seven, pick one oh four, one seventy six, and two hundred and twelve. Hmm. We have no picks in the fifth round or in the seventh round, but we have two picks in the sixth. Ah. Yes, so like I was saying, six picks total, um, pretty low, but um, it really helps in that the 49ers will do a lot. Like they can't make mistakes. You, you know, know what? You know what? I'm I'm actually happy they have less picks this year because all the times they've hoarded picks like ten and eleven, they never work out. So maybe this time yeah. having six picks, maybe you get in the first three. Maybe you get like you did last year. You get three starters in the first three rounds. Yes. So yeah, I, I I feel like it's definitely a plus because I was I was alluding to that for sure. When we've had, I remember, um, is the year we had the most in the draft. We had like twelve or like twelve to fourteen picks. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, dude, we have so many picks. Oh my god. That was and the year we. That was the year we could have traded for Odell Beckham, but they didn't want to trade as many picks during that draft year. Which with bulk, he's like, yeah, we can't mortgage our futures. Like bulky, your drafts are awful. Make the yeah. move for Bucky's, him. Yeah. Bucky had the most picks, did not know how to draft. Like, every year he had the most picks. Yeah. But, yeah, it was freaking terrible. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like I was saying, six picks. I mean, like you were saying, too, that's, yeah, three stars in the first three rounds. Let's do it again. Um, yeah. But I do have a question. Nick Bosa still a lock at number two? Yes. 
Still a lock. Like still 100%. a lock. Like he, yep. Still a lock. Uh-huh. And if he's not there at two, who are you picking? I'm trading back. How far? Who? I would not trade with the Giants because screw no, them. fuck them. Um, you know what? Oh. I may I may consider trading back with the Raiders. To fourth? Here's why. You get a fourth. One of their one of their other first round picks. You know, maybe a few, maybe a, their third round pick this year as well, and a future second. Hell, maybe you can say, you know what, we want we want your two first round picks. We want four and twenty seven. Alright. The the only way I see that happening is that if Nick Bosa gets drafted a number one overall. Yes, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, yeah, yeah exactly that's what, right. you asked me that. The Raiders really, really want Kyler Murray. Yeah, you, which you, I yeah. think they do. Which I think they, they do. That's like, what you that's what you asked me though. Like, hey, if Bosa's gone, what do you do? And it's like, you know what, trade back with the Raiders. Yeah. That's what I would do. You yeah, get, plus, you get, you get the fourth pick. Smart. You get yeah. the fourth pick. You can still get... You, you can still, still get help. an elite pass rusher. Yeah, you could still draft Quentin Williams at four. I mean, or Josh Allen, um, which I think he, well, if he I would mean, be... Hey, dude, people, uh, the Jets are saying they might give up that pick, so you never know. He, Josh Allen is still possibly there. It, it's... There's an, I feel like there's going to be a lot stirring up with the first five picks this this. This I do think this though. I think there's going to be two. I think one two is going to be two quarterbacks. That's really? what I think. Yeah, that's what I usually. That's yeah, hot, that's, that's a what hot I think. Take, that's a hot take. I think the Cardinals, if they stay, they'll take. They'll take Murray. I could see the Giants going up to two. I could. I could see that if the Niners get the six. Them, dude. Fuck. Here's them, here's that. Here's the thing though. If the Giants say, "Hey, we'll give you our six pick, our seventeenth pick." In a third rounder this year for your second pick and maybe like a fifth round pick, I mean you would you could get like a um, Montez Sweat, a DK or, a DK Metcalf. Oh, dude, don't say his name. God, dude. All right, you know Justin, right? Justin Samra. We've had our interview with him. Yes, that one. Yes. God, he's he keeps on saying <laughs> DK Metcalf in the first round, and I'm not a fan of picking a receiver in the first round this year. I mean, the only guy I would want is DK Metcalf in the first round. I'm just, uh, even him, dude. It's just like it's not there. Well, here's what you could do, though. You could, let's say this. You state, you draft, you go to six. You draft the linebacker from um, LSU. Or even oh, the so guy. Devin, Devin White? Devin White. Or the guy from Michigan is really good. That, not Devin the. Bush, yes. Yeah, not Gary, that guy. No, not, no, not Rashawn Gary. No, no at cool six, guy. you draft him. You get a linebacker. At 17. Let's say maybe Ed Oliver drops or something like that, or maybe not. Maybe not Ed oh, Oliver. Not, uh, not not after his pro day, man. I think he's going top ten. I think he may be. I think he may be transitioned to a linebacker, but that's not the point. Uh, I remember Tennessee was asking him if he wanted to play outside linebacker for them, and he ran like a four six forty at like yeah. a ton of weight, which is pretty interesting. I'm actually gonna I go. See, I'm gonna I go see to the Farrell, yeah. maybe at seventeen. Here's what I'm gonna do. Maybe. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to this mock draft simulator that I found called the Draft Network. I'm gonna go to the okay. Niners. I'm gonna pick, you know, basically, I, uh, you know, I'm gonna pick a draft. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna pick the Giants. The, I'm gonna, be, you know, I'm gonna be the Giants because they have the six seventeenth. Because you can't do trades in this. I'm gonna pick them. I'm gonna see who falls to me, and I'll tell you what I pick. Uh, we can we can actually go over two together if you like. All right, let's do it. So this will be the we'll do we'll do uh, the first round. 
because there's two picks. All right, here we go. All right, here's the first five picks in this mock draft simulator that I'm doing. First, it was Kyler Murray, Nick Bosa, Quentin Williams, Josh Allen. Devin White was taken, though, which kind of hurts. Um, so he's gone. However, though, there's Jawan Taylor. Well, we don't need a tackle. There's Rashawn Gary. Uh, there's Montez Sweat there as well. Ed Oliver, DK Metcalf, um, Brian Burns, TJ Hawkinson. So if I'm the Niners, I would take Montez Sweat there. At six? At six, yes. Even with his heart condition. I did. I heard that it's not bad. Actually, it's like many. Like it's like not life threatening at all. Oof, man. I, man, 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 man. I would. You know what? I'm gonna take him just for this. Just for this. Just for this. I'll take him at six. Now at seventeen, I'm gonna wait till I get to there. Um, let's see who was available. Oh, DK Metcalf is drafted fifteenth. However, though. There's Drew Locke. Well, actually, no, we don't need him. Quarterback. There's Noah Faint, tight end from Iowa. Then at 16, Devin Bush Jr. is there as well. Who would you take? The tight end to pair of George Kittle or Devin Bush, the 5'11, 235 pound linebacker who is. He plays, he plays what, inside? He's, uh, it just says linebacker. I don't know, man. Obviously, we already have Quan Alexander. We already have Fred Warner. Here's the thing, though. Quan Alexander, injury concern. He doesn't perform. They cut him after year one. You need a linebacker. Oh, God. God, God, God. I mean, and Devin Bush is fast, too. However, what there is... There? What, other, what other names are there? Whatever. What other names are there? Noah Faint. Um, aside, from the, aside from the ones you've said already. Greedy Williams. Greedy Williams. I'd take Greedy Williams. Yeah, I would take, yeah. Still need a, um, still need a salt. I mean, Aquilo, yes. He's, he had he a was, solid yeah. ending to the year, yes. right? Okay. We have Kwan Williams, great, sw- great slot corner. Jimmy Ward, also somewhat great slot corner. I'll take Greedy Williams. But I'm taking Greedy Williams to play opposite of Richard Sherman. And yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. So you add Montez Sweat. An edge guy who should be really good. Greedy Williams as well at 17. You get your corner as well, who's basically one of your, like a prototype for you in your system. You get two, you basically get two picks of one stone, or you kill two birds of one stone. Um, so you could do that. However, though, um, so that's the Giants. That's if they trade the Giants. Now I'm going to do if they trade with the Raiders. So I'm going to do that as well. I'll let you know like what's going on too. So right, you can yeah, definitely. The picks as well. Uh, this is a good website. It's the draftnetwork.com. You can do anywhere from one round to seven round mock drafts um, for your teams. Goes by like in seconds, so you can do that pretty quickly as well. Um, and here we go for the Raiders if the Niners trade back for four, and I would say 27. All right, so here's who's available. Oh, wow. And the, Oh, wow. First, Kyler Murray was drafted number one overall. Second. The Niners, well, this would be the Raiders because they moved up. They drafted DK Metcalf second. Yikes. Get in number three, Quillian Quinnen Williams went three. Wow. Nick Nick Bose is available, so you know what? Nicholas, welcome to the Bay.
That would be that would be like the greatest thing ever. You trade back, you still get your number one pick. You get another pick and another late round later round pick. Um. So, so the Raiders had the fourth and Raiders had the fourth, twenty fourth, and twenty seventh pick. I would say they would get the twenty seventh pick for that. Um. So the Raiders keep their twenty fourth pick. I'll I'll give them like some random Christian Williams guy. Um. Available now, and this is Noah Faint, tight end. Um. AJ Brown, receiver, Mississippi. Um, Nasir Adderley, DeAndre Baker, cornerback, Hakeem Butler, wide receiver, ranked 26. So at 26, you get him at 27. That would be a you know kind of a, a steal a little bit, uh, overvalue pick. Who would you take uh, out of those? What pick is this? 24. 27. 27. I'm, t- I'm taking Nasir Adderley, man. Ooh, over Hakeem Butler. Yeah. Ooh. Take him. Taking Sear Adderley. Oh. I'm taking Adderley, dude. I'm oh, boy. Adderley. I, I, Debo, I, Debo Samuel's there in the second round. Who? Debo Samuel, Samuels. Out of uh, South oh. Carolina. Uh, He's there in the second, dude. I mean, Akeem Butler. Dude, take him, dude. And Sear Adderley, dude. Over the receivers, I would be cr- yeah. I would be crying if they did not draft right. the receiver. I'm not crying. I'm not a bitch. I would be like, what the hell is going on here? I'd be like when they drafted Eric Armstead, like what the hell? You should trade up for Devontae Parker or something like that, who I really wanted, but I was kind of wrong on that. Um, oh, Adderley over a Butler and AJ Brown. Yes. Wow, you better hope that God a receiver drops to you at thirty seven or thirty six, whatever pick they have. Or you're 36. screwed. Or you're getting blasted. Alright, okay, fine. I'll take this year Adderley then. The free safety. And wow, Debo Samuel went thirtieth to the Packers, so you can't get him. <laughs> and Butler went thirty one as well. Alright, um, listen, who keep, who else is there? Is it keep on going or no? No, it's done. But I'll do this. When we do a second round, when well, we do... who's, who's left? Who's left? No, that was the end of the round. Well, okay. Does it keep on going or not? No, I only did one round. I can do two rounds, right, though. Well, well, I don't want to wait again because it's going to be different. Well, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I mean, does it have a list of people who are still available or not? No, it just gets rid of it after it's done. It just gets rid of it? Yeah. Damn. Um, you know what? I'll do a two round now. Screw it. We have time to do this. Two round. Plus, I don't really want to talk about giants. They fucking. Blow. All right, here we go. Two, two, two. All right, now Nick Bosa went one. Josh Allen's available at four, though. Um, Devin White is available as well. Who would you take out of that? Josh Allen or Devin White? Yeah. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, okay. So four, they traded for the fourth and 27th pick. So let's see what happens there. Um, so we're going to that right now. It's doing the selections for us. Oh, Giants take Daniel Jones at 17. Interesting. Um, interesting. Yeah, so that's interesting there. Um, 27. Okay, there's Adderley. you want Adderley again? Yes. So Adderley's drafted there. Um, now at 36 for the Niners, because they won't get their second-round pick. Because um, I don't think you can get two, a second, and a future second. That won't happen. Uh, so let's make the Raiders pick some random guy there. 
Um, at 30... What the hell happened? Okay, at 36... Okay, wow. Did it actually do that? Who's there? All right. 36, there is a... A.J. Brown. There's also... Marquise Brown. Amani Oroware, a cornerback. Jeffrey Simmons, a... Uh, interior D lineman. Um, who else is there? He tore his ACL, did he not? Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh yeah, that is the guy who tore his ACL. I always forget. Yeah, Simmons tore his ACL. Yeah. That that, that blows when that happens. Yeah, that freaking sucks. Um. But yeah, so it's uh Marquise Brown, AJ Brown, uh, Amani Uare, cornerback, and Dalton Risner, offensive tackle. I'm taking AJ Brown. AJ Brown, ooh, yeah, I'll take that too. Second round pick right there, over Marquise yes. Brown, more. Yes. All right, so that's the mock draft simulator. All right, so we got well, the minor oh, in this draft. They got Josh Allen, Nasir Adderley, and AJ Brown. That'd be pretty good. It's pretty good uh, to run mock if they do trade back. Yes, but yeah, so moving on now. Um, uh, so the Niners, Niners still? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, you go ahead. Obviously, like we were talking about, yeah, Nick Bosa's still luck. We just talked about that for like a good 15 minutes. Yeah. But <laughs> obviously, the 49ers, they met with Josh Allen and Quinn Williams. Still possible number two overall picks if they wanted to. Or like we're talking about trading back in still top five picks. Um, they met with them this uh, this past week again. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen for the first time. Quinn Williams, I think, for the second time. And, and the 49ers actually signed someone. From the AAF standout, Demontre Moore, who had seven sacks this season, which uh, led, which uh, came in second in the league. Yes, Demontre Moore, who I wanted, who I thought, I remember, I remember like during that mock draft, like he was mocked in the Niners at like in the first round. He dropped to the third yes. round to the Giants. Hasn't really found his foot in the NFL, uh, but he's like a, he's a great, he's a really good depth signing to have. He may not make the team, but. He plays defensive end. I'm not sure like if he's a Leo, which is like a pass rusher. I hate saying that word Leo. I mean the pass rusher. But um I'm not sure if he plays that or he's like a in, like more of a opposite side of guy, which what is that position called? The big end or something? Defensive end. I know, but there's like a the Niners say like, yo, he's Leo, he's a big end. Like I don't know what the big end is, but um, like when Eric Armstead was playing end, yeah, on the on the left side, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Do you, do you think they move if they draft Bosa, they move Eric Armstead inside, or do they keep him outside, then on pass rushing downs, take him out, then put Bosa in there for pass rushing? Now, guys, it's going to look like this, all right? It's going to be D. Ford, yes. Defoe, Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa. That's what it's going to look like. There's not going to be no, we're going to put him inside, outside, any of that stuff, I don't think. So it'll be Ford, like Ford, Buckner, Armstead, Nick Bosa. That's a pretty damn good defensive line. Then he add obviously, obviously with guys rotating at the interior yes. and then if need be Armstead in the outside, give D Ford a break, but I mean then you, yeah, that'd if be, Armstead is already that'd be a great playing defensive line. All three downs inside, why even rotate, you know? That's a great defensive line. Then he add the uh DJ Jones. Yeah, then, DJ Jones, Solomon Thomas. Then um, um well what's his name? Oh, um, oh, oh, God. The guy from Appalachian State. DeWan, no, not DeWan Blair. That's a oh. uh, foot basketball player. Uh, Ronald Blair. Blair. 
Yeah, Ronald Blair. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. He's pretty good still too. Yeah, Ronald Blair. Pretty good line there. But yeah. Um. But yeah. So now to yeah. some NFL news. Um. Sadly, we have to. Well, should we wait to report that at the end or what? Yeah, we'll wait to report that. But yeah, go on. Just talk about what it says on the paper. All right, so Keith Reeser of the AAF signed a deal, former 49er, who I follow on Twitter, signed a deal with the Kansas City Chiefs, so he'll be playing um, there. Uh, we'll get to the AAF in a little bit. He, Cass- was, he was one of really the good. first. He, he was the first. He was yes. the first to get. I'm trying to find who else got signed. There's a bunch of people who, who finally got, oh, here it is. Rashad Ross, I think. Yeah, Rashad Ross to the Panthers, uh, quarterback Garrett Gilbert, who was for the Apollos. So was, they were doing really well. Went to the Browns. Don't hmm. know why. Uh, defensive back Duke Thomas to the Vikings and defensive back Javante Basby to the Broncos. Hmm. Um, but yes, it is in full effect. AF players are setting with the NFL. And we'll get to why that's happening in a little bit. But now moving on to that. Cassius, Cassius Mars uh, signed with the Seahawks. Re-signed with the Seahawks that have been cut by the 49ers a couple of weeks ago. So he's back in Seattle. Russell Wilson... Is given the Seahawks till April fifteenth for a new contract. Um, he's doing it kind of weirdly. He said, "I want a new contract. I want a new contract." But if you don't by this time, I'll, I'll still report. Like what? That's not how you what? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, okay, what? so that's not how you saying, uh, get a contract deal. You yeah. so act like Antonio came Brown. Out, like I think late March, beginning April, people were thinking he had just said it. I guess he said this in the month of January. Was this when it was said? So the Seahawks had a bunch of time to figure it out, but now it's coming in ten days. The hmm. deadline for a new contract that Russell Wilson wants. Hot take: If he gets dealt, he's going to the Giants. Yeah, uh, I, I remember uh, looking at that. I saw that on Twitter or something. Oh. I could see it happening. Yes, yeah, I can see it too. It's but, a possibility. Uh, yeah, so that's too what's happening. Too bad OBJ left. Yeah. yeah, damn it. Also, pro days are happening. Uh, it's one last shot to impress the scouts. Uh, they also have pre-draft visits. You can have up to 30, I believe. Um, yeah. As, we, as we've said earlier, Josh Allen met the 49ers. He came for a two-day visit. Uh, Quinn Williams as well. We're not sure if they went to IHOP again, but <laughs> we'll, we may find out that. Um, so, yeah, also we have some news that happened basically like 10 minutes ago. Uh, the Cowboys yeah. and Demarcus Lawrence have agreed onto a long-term contract, uh, five years, hundred five million dollars, with sixty-five million guaranteed. Heard a report that he's make he's going to be making the most money ever in a single season by a non-QB this year. That was yeah, first year, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. was Cleo Mack at thirty-one million, but now it's going to be more than thirty-one million. You don't have the exact number yet, but he's going to make more than him in the first year, and that was the signing that happened there. So that was pretty interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so that's the end of our, you know, basically our football talk. Um, we do, we will do some Giants talk in a couple seconds. Before we do that, um, I have to, you know, save our material so we don't lose it. So I'm going to do that right now, and we'll be back in a couple seconds. And we're back, yes. So let's move on to our A's and Giants talk, starting with the A's. So this week they... Had a series against the Red Sox. On in game one, they won seven zero. In game two, they won one zero. And in game three, they won. Uh, they lost. Excuse me, uh, six to three. Hmm. And they finished the series with a win over the Red Sox again. 
seven to three. Good for them. And they they are playing the Astros uh, today. Are they not? They're playing the Astros today. Um. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the they Astros will. Yeah. Today they'll play at today. five ten p.m. Lit. Hmm. Very lit. Uh, moving Very lit. on now. Uh, the A's. What's the A's record? They as of right, I think they're six and four. Hold on, let me check. They're six and four. Yes. Six and four. Okay. Um, yes. So okay, that's a good record. The Giants now uh, tough start to the season. However, it's been close games. So it's not like they're getting blown out. Uh, they're two and five to start the year. They lost three out of four uh, against the Padres to start their season. They lost two out of three against the Dodgers. They're playing right now against the Tampa Bay Rays in the ninth inning. That are down by three runs. However, they have a runner at third and first of one out in the inning with Brandon Belt coming up the bat. He has two home runs on the year. He's batting two twenty two right now, which isn't great. Um, so that's what's happening now during that game. We'll keep you updated if anything happens during that. Um, the Giants pitching is their strong suit by far. They actually had, by ERA in the National League, the best ERA by pitching staffs in the whole entire league. So they actually have the best, right now at least, the best pitching in the NL. Uh, their bullpen is dominant. I mean, if they had any sort of offense whatsoever, this team could win 95 games. But they just don't. They just can't hit at all. So yeah, why are they so bad at hitting this year? I have. I just or like in the past years, jeez, dude. Like they're they're in they're in a they're basically like in a rebuild type of stretch right now. Where you know most of their best prospects are. We talked about this a lot. though. most of their best prospects are in single A. Uh, the season actually started yesterday for minor leagues. Helio Ramos and Joey Bart, who are like the Giants' future, who are going to be three, four in their lineup in a couple of years. Uh, they played in yeah, San, so they, San, so San they, Jose. They did pretty well. Yeah, Bart went two for four uh, with a couple RBIs and a walk. Helio Ramos went one for three, I believe, in a couple in a walk or so. He should have had three hits, but he got robbed uh, twice. A diving play at short and a diving play in deep right center field that took away basically a triple and a couple RBIs from him. Then um, they they won. They went four and zero. Oh. In the minor leagues of all their teams, so they all the single you know, like, uh, like single A, high single A, double A, triple A. They all won those. Um, for me, I'm not really focusing on the Giants' major league team this year. I'm more looking at their minor league system. Uh, they still have the ability to. They have the tenth overall pick in the draft, so they could still get a. They could still add to that farm system by getting a, you know, like a big time prospect. The guy I really want is Andrew Vaughn from Cal, the first baseman. He should be. A, he's going to be a dominant player in, in the major leagues. Uh, but he may go in the top five, maybe out of their. Uh, they may, won't be able to get him because he can't trade picks in the, in MLB. Um, so yeah, that's not going to happen there. But it's kind of you know. Hopefully that happens. They still have some money. They can go and in, uh, international free agent sign some people. Um, we shall see what happens there. Um, but yeah, it was a good start from the minor league system. They also made a trade a couple of days ago for they acquired outfielder Kevin Pillar from the Toronto Blue Jays. During that trade, they gave up Derek. They gave up right-hander Derek Law, prospect yes. in low single A, who's a twentieth ranked prospect. Uh, Juan DePaula, who they got from the Andrew McCutcheon deal, um, and they traded Alan Hansen, who plays second, short, and left field as well to the Blue Jays. And they designated for assignment outfielder Michael Reed, who started in right field for them on opening day. Um, so that's what happened there. Uh, it should be. It's gonna be a long season, I think, but. Hopefully, if Bumgarner keeps pitching well and their relievers pitch, their pitching still stays straight, like really good, they should get a lot back of the trade deadline when they look to trade Bumgarner and Watson, Dyson, uh, Will Smith. 
Um, they do have a couple. They do have some good prospects pitching wise or relievers. So they could also you can always deal your relievers to get some outfielders like some hitting depth back. Um, but yeah, having a great bullpen when your team's not that good doesn't really matter really. So you might as well trade them to get prospects back. So that will happen there. And they trade their prospects. They have a ton of guys who they can call up from the minor leagues, who aren't like high end prospects, but they have a lot of depth that could help their team in the major leagues. You just look through, you look up and down their rosters in Triple A, Double A. Like they're stacked of like players you've heard of who can come up to the major leagues who will perform really well in Triple A. Uh, they may not perform well at the major league level, but it helps them in like the minor league help teach your minor leaguers a little bit something like that, and you know helps the team when helps the low prospects when they finally get up to the majors helps them perform well. But yeah, it's gonna be kind of a long rebuild, and I hope the Giants just. I just hope the Giants. At the trade deadline, make moves to get deeper in the farm system, but we shall see what happens. And that's the end of Giants baseball talk. Yes, yes, yes. So, as of right now, we don't have any MLB news to report. Nope. So let's move on to some San Jose Earthquakes talk. Jake, take it away. Yeah, earthquakes are really bad. Uh, they're 0-4-0 in the season. That's four losses. Only scored two goals and allowed 14 goals. Uh, the worst team by Jeez. far. Yeah. Their coach basically said, the coach was asked, why don't you play your young players? The coach was like, I don't want to I don't want to ruin their confidence by playing on a team this bad, so I'm not going to play them because that would ruin their confidence being on a team this terrible. So they're not going to play him. It's going to be a long rebuild for the Earthquakes, who have been really bad, and they may also be selling the team. We may find out if that happens or not. But, yeah, that's the end of Earthquakes talk. Yeah. Um, the MLS is uh, thinking of expanding, which is pretty cool. Um. Good for them. I think they have only 24 teams as of right now. That's still, that's a pretty good amount, though. That's a pretty good amount, yeah. But they're, I think they're trying to expand. I think 30 they, have, they, they, want. They, they have seen success with the LAFC. Yeah. Um, I have. I was uh, taking my sport econ class on Thursday, and a guy was doing a report on the LAFC. And they have, I, I don't know how many games they have, uh, home games they have, but he was telling, they was reporting that, they sold out every single game, every single home game they had in their stadium. Hmm. So, which is good, which is a good sign that people are willing to watch. Uh, yes. So with them expanding, I mean, good for the MLS. Um, I forget what cities he said, but yeah, two next year and then two in 2021. So hmm. be on the lookout for that. Yes. But yeah, let's move on to our segments now, starting off with See You Later AAF. Yeah, it's terrible news. Um, for those who don't know, the AAF, AAF suspended operations uh, due to money issues. Um, so the AAF is no more. The Orlando Apollos have been named the champions uh, by Las Vegas, that is. I'm not sure they'll ever be mentioned as the champions by the league itself, but they went 7-1 and in the year. You know, it's tough. I thought I heard a rumor that the uh, the guy who came in for the money, like to help him out, like kind of you know screwed him out of the money a little bit. I heard a bunch really? of like, terrible stories about the players. Like they go to the facility, they said, "Yeah, sorry, uh, we're suspending operations, so you have to go back home." They go back home. The oh stuff's, yeah, 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 yeah. The stuff's already exactly packed for them, about. like outside their things, stuff like that. And yeah, that yes. kind of sucks for that. And the Giants yeah. lost five to two. They're now two and six on this season. And hopefully they lose 140 games this year because I'm sick of this. We need to yes, rebuild. So, so, yeah, that's the end of that. Oh, well. So, there we go. Yeah, but, yeah, the AF, yeah, they, just, they had, uh, yeah, they suspended after week seven. 
They got up to uh, seven games or eight, eight week, week eight. They said seven, week seven suspended, um, like they were saying. But yeah, the story, yeah, that story, that sucks, man. Going to the facility, next thing you know, they go back, all their stuff is out. Yeah. I guess the AAF couldn't play for their flights back home, which is absolute trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely. Bad. Yeah, I definitely feel bad for a lot of those guys. I mean, obviously, this is a a new league, a, a somewhat G league for players to uh, co- uh, who couldn't make it to the NFL but couldn't go back here, show their talents again, getting they get a chance back in the NFL. Obviously, like we stated, a couple names that have had that chance, but um, again, sucks. It's it's terrible. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, I think we will never see a league that I don't think we will ever see a minor league system happen in NFL, which kind of sucks because there's they could really help the league, especially like offensive tackle play, which has been really like offensive line play, which has been really bad. But you yeah. know, this is not how it's going on. So um, they just have yeah. too much of a stronghold. The, the 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 quality of play is just not as well. Yeah. You know what? With, the, you know with what? the NFL, the quality of play is just so high. Like there's no other product out there that can like aside rifle. from college football. That can compete with the style of play that the NFL has. Yeah. But yeah, so that's sad news there for the AAF. Um, yeah. XFL starts next year though, so you can get ready for that as well. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> now we're <laughs> moving on to another segment that we like to do. We haven't done this because we didn't have an episode last Tuesday. Um, this is also April called Fools. LOL. April Fools. Yes, we're actually back as well. Anyways, um, so yeah, we're doing winners and losers of the week. Usually it's winner and losers of the weekend, but since we didn't have an episode last week, we're doing lo- winners and losers of this past week. So for winners, if James, you want to go first? Oh, yeah, I'll definitely go first. So like I was saying earlier in the podcast, Steph had was seeing double, literally seeing double when he was shooting. So winners of the week, eye doctors. Go to go see an eye specialist if you're having the same problems. Um, I wear glasses, nothing wrong with that. Makes you see better. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, winners of the week, eye doctors for sure. Yeah, so my winner of the week, it's uh, Stephen A. Smith. Um, signed a new contract worth $10 million a year at ESPN. Highest paid, I think, like sports personality ever. I think that's what happened. It is, it um, is, yeah. He stormed the court to stop a brawl, as we talked about earlier in the episode. And he had some great quotes, quotes over the weekend where he said, Michael Jordan, LeBron, James aren't the American dream. I'm the American dream. That was one of his comments there, which is actually kind of smart. It makes sense though because you can't be like you can't be like LeBron and you read, can't be read like. Read the second line. Read the second line. Do you have it with you? Do you have the whole quote? No, I just remember parts of it. Well, because his quote was saying that we can't. There's there's like a small chance of us being like them. Yeah, I was getting. But that. there's a yeah, yeah yeah yeah. There's like a. It's hard to be. It's there's a small percentage of being like Shaq and you know Michael Jordan and you know LeBron, but anyone could be like a Stephen A. Smith if you work hard enough. And he's he's, he's right, really. Um, I believe so. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with the guy. Um, but his, his story is great. Like, he, um, him doing uh, free, a bunch of free stuff just to get his, yeah, to, like, the get door. his name out there, which is freaking awesome. Yeah, here's the full quote. Uh, For the Jay-Zs, LeBrons, Shaqs, and others, I don't consider them an American dream. I consider me the American dream. They're an American fantasy. You got one in a billion shot if not more, to be them. But you can be a Stephen A. Smith. And he's right. Love it. Yeah, and he also had another quote about, I deserve the money that I'm making, which he does because he's a goat. He's one of the best. He's my favorite personality ever. Um, so, yeah, that's what happened there. 
Uh, that's my winner of the week. Now we're going on the losers. And James, if you want to do your loser of the week, then I could do mine. Yes, uh, definitely. I'll start with mine, which is loser of the week, Space Jam Two. So, for those who don't know, um, Space Jam, the first original better movie than Space Jam Two, was with Michael Jordan, and Space Jam Two with the star LeBron James. A report came out that he is having a hard time trying to convince stars in the league to be in this movie hmm. due to him stealing the spotlight. Oh, I see, yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, I mean, I guess. I mean, in like, I mean, in the first movie, right? It was like Muggsy Bogues, uh, Charles Barkley. Um, I forget the other two or the other three. Fuck. Hmm. I forget who they were, but they didn't really have. I mean, they had like small parts, right? I right. Mean, I feel like this is just more about the money. They're like, I'm not going to be paid just a million dollars to do this. Like, the players that LeBron's asking to do it. Yeah, they're like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, LeBron. they're like, LeBron, no, LeBron. no way. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, at the same time, yeah, we've already we've seen this. Like, who the heck wants... There are stars out there who don't want to play with LeBron. Who the hell would want to be in the movie? Movie, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's weird. It's like, what's happening there. come on, you know? Oh, here you go. Muggsy Bowes, Patrick Ewing... Charles Barkley, Sean Bradley, and, 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 I can't find it anymore. I don't know where it is. Oh, well, that's fine. Um, so, yeah, moving on to Milers of the Week. It's the Chicago Chicago Cubs bullpen. Um, they're, uh, really, they're really bad. Like, awfully. How like, bad? Horrendously how bad? bad. And I believe in about, they've had, they them as a bullpen have more walks thrown than any team's pitching staff throughout the major league baseball so their their bullpen has thrown more walks than full staffs have in the major leagues interesting and they have like a 12 ERA which is really bad the giants on the other hand have the first have the best bullpen in baseball so far with like a 1.6 ERA which is really, which is like incredibly good. Um, so if you give, if you gave the Cubs the uh, Giants bullpen, they would be really good. But they don't have a good bullpen, and they're really bad. So that's my loser of the week. Um, so yeah, it's all I have really to say for that segment. Now to our last segment, it's getting ready for the weekend. And James, go ahead. Yeah, so getting ready for the weekend. Yeah, I. Um... Nothing today, pretty much. I don't know what I'm doing tonight. Uh, probably nothing. Uh, tomorrow, I work from 8 to 2, mm. and it's, uh, I'm just going to give him a shout-out now. It's uh, Spencer Woods' uh, birthday tomorrow. Big old nice. 23. Happy birthday to that guy. Um, our co-worker now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so shout-out to him. Happy birthday, man. Um, probably go out after work. Uh, I think he gets off at 5. I think we might be going to SFR Oakland. Mm. Uh, Sunday, don't have work on Sunday, so I might just be doing a bunch of homework. And yeah, what about you? What are you doing this weekend? So tomorrow I work from 8 to 4.30. Uh, uh, so that's what I'm doing tomorrow. Afterwards, I'm not sure what I'm doing. Tonight, I have no idea. Um, I think I have some people come over, like some friends of mine that I haven't seen in a while from who basically are coming back from... Uh, one's coming back from school who graduated. His name's Joe. He'll be coming. And uh, my friend Raymond, who we've met, 
is coming back from, I believe, Elk Grove tonight, so he may stop by as well. My other friend, Matt Zellner, which I think you met him. Um, I met Matt, yeah. Yeah, he's coming as well, so we're doing, we're not sure what we're doing yet, but we're doing something like that. And maybe Michael as well. Uh, his girlfriend's out of town, so it'll just be him. Um, so that's what we're going to do there. Sunday, basically nothing. I have a basketball game at 6.15, so I'll do that. And that's basically my weekend. Nice. Sounds pretty lit. Yeah. And also, before we end the episode, we're going to actually take a quick couple-second break so I can save this again, and we'll be back in a second. And there you have it, guys, the end of the BA podcast, uh, episode 47. Thanks for listening. Make sure you uh, subscribe subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud. Follow us on uh, Instagram at the BA underscore podcast. Follow us on uh, Facebook. I mean, excuse me, like us on Facebook. Uh, Jake, you have anything else to say? Make sure to like, subscribe, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Do about 50 times so we gain the system. A little trick I've learned from being in the industry for over a year and a half, or basically a year. Um, then, you know, share our Instagram with your friends and family or SoundCloud as well. Follow us on iTunes. Do all that good stuff. And, yeah, that's all I have to say for this episode. Um, but, yeah, it's, it, was, it was a good day off last Tuesday. You kind of needed yeah, that to I mean, read. We've, we've definitely found our ground. Yeah, it's, you needed it's... that to get the uh, juices flowing again. Yes, Gross. I like it. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely a good break. Uh, got a couple people on our April Fool's joke, which is pretty funny. People uh, around the world Felt were saddened. Were sad. Yeah, they were saddened. Uh, but we got it. We actually, uh, we actually got them. Yes, we did. But yeah, that's all but I have yeah. to add to this episode. Um, yeah. Again, thanks for listening. This is the BAP. This is the BAP keys. Thanks for listening. Yes, and also, actually, I have one thing to say. We're going to end this episode with a song that from Nipsey Hussle. Nip, Nipsey, Jesus, Nipsey Hussle, um, who, as we said earlier, as we said to start the podcast, who sadly passed away. And this song is called, uh, James picked this song called Grinding All My Life. And here it is, and we'll send you out with this song.